Bringing you the latest research, tools, and common sense tips you need to get and stay healthy. It's Talk Healthy Today. Here's Lisa Davis. I may have woken up to snow, but spring really is around the corner. I swear I can feel it. And you know what spring means? It means spring cleaning. Well, let's spring clean our kitchen. That is something that we really want to do. And today we're going to be talking about spring cleaning our kitchen with a cancer specialist, five easy diet changes. We've got the fabulous Dr. Reza Shelley. And we're going to be talking about this because I know a lot of people who get cancer, and then they try to make a lot of changes, which is very good. But if we can make them ahead of time and incorporate healthy living into our lives anytime, all the time, it's such a great way to go. So I want to welcome her to the show. Hello, Dr. Shelley. Welcome. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you for having me. It's so nice to have you on the program. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we're going to jump into these wonderful foods because it is Foodie Friday after all. (laughs) It is Foodie Friday. Um, I'm a primary care physician. I'm originally from Kurdistan of Iraq. Uh, I have a unique background uh, regarding cancer. My father died of lung cancer. So I started writing this book uh, a little over two years ago uh, about uh, how toxic tobacco is, hoping I, hoping I can get people to quit tobacco completely. Um, and the book went through its own evolution of different chapters, added and deleted, but the biggest change the book had to go through was um, the loss of my mother, meanwhile. So my original plan of writing the book about my dad's journey through smoking and lung cancer and then hand-delivering the first copy to her, unfortunately didn't quite work out that way. I'm still hoping she can look down upon me and, and be proud of me. Oh, I, I I think that's lovely. And I'm sure she is, as is my mother. Uh, she died when I was in my 20s. She was in her 50s from ovarian cancer. And she had always eaten well and taken care of herself. But sometimes some of those gynecological cancers and like other cancers can can be tricky. And, and it, it's very, very hard when you lose someone. So that's why I'm so dedicated as well to helping people live healthier lives. So let's talk about this. I want to jump into these foods. So when we're cleaning out our kitchen, first of all, we want to get rid of the processed stuff, right? As much as we can and get get to whole foods, right? It's absolutely. Uh, And and I tell patients all the time that all processed meats have been declared as definite cause of cancer by World Health Organization. Not probable, definite. So if we can get rid of processed food, um, that will be wonderful. I mean, I... I'm seeing more and more people eating their salad with no bacon, which I'm very thankful. Uh, They're um, adding less ham to uh, their food, which is wonderful. But but all processed meat, if we can get rid of them or or minimize them, um, will be wonderful. Yeah, it's so important. Well, let's get on this list. The first one is grapefruit. Let's talk about why grapefruit is such a powerhouse. Grapefruit is wonderful. Grapefruit is a wonderful source of many phytochemicals. Uh, phytochemicals are basically plant-based nutrients. Uh, they are wonderful antioxidants. They are wonderful anti-inflammatories. And we get them from plants. That's where the name phytochemical came from. Grapefruit is a wonderful source of phytochemicals. It's an excellent source of vitamin C. One medium-sized grapefruit can give us our daily requirement of vitamin C. 
Oh, wow. That's wonderful. And what a great way to get it. Yep. You know what my husband makes every day? He takes a whole grapefruit and then just a little bit of mango just to help with the with the taste of the grapefruit. Not that the taste is bad, but for me, it's a little bit sour. And even though it's still very grapefruity, it definitely is a great way to get it. And it's in the Vitamix or if you have any high-speed blender, so it's not the juice because we want to stay away from the juice. But I drink a glass of that yes. a day. So I'm getting half of a grapefruit. <laughs> so I should have another glass well, later that, or just have wonderful. some grapefruit. <laughs> That's yeah, it really is. And, you know, many yeah, people used grapefruit a while back to help them lose weight. It's not the fat burner we thought it was going to be, but but it's still wonderful for our metabolism. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I was wondering about that because they did really say that it was such a great fat burner. What have you found that it, it is? It does help, but maybe not it, as as much as the hype. It's not. It doesn't. It's not the magical fat burner we thought it would be. But again, it does help regulate metabolism. All right. So the next one thing. is dark. Oh, good. Is dark green leafy vegetables. We've got spinach, kale, romaine lettuce, leaf lettuce, mustard greens, collard greens, chicory, Swiss chard. You know, one of the things I like to do is take some avocado oil. And my favorite is Avohas. I love their avocado oil because it's green and it's, you know, it's not processed. It's the way avocado oil is supposed to be. And I'll take a truckload of garlic. So you don't want to be around me for a couple of days. And so for people who say, oh, they're too bitter, I don't like them. Garlic for me just makes all the greens great. What do you like to do with them? Oh, I make salads. I make all kinds mm, of salads. Nice. And it took me, I have two, I have a high schooler and a middle schooler. So getting them to eat salad is not the easiest task in the world. But I've tried multiple, multiple different kinds of uh, recipes, and I finally got them to eat salad every day, and they love it. Wow. And All right. green That's leafy great. vegetables are very unique, very helpful. The major helpful component of them is they're really rich in fiber. We all need fiber. Mm. We all need fiber to help metabolism. We all need fiber to help move our digestive system better so we can get rid of the toxin easier. And uh, without fiber, that's how we end up with different issues, including constipation and many other issues. Oh, that is true. Well, since it's Foodie Friday, do you have a recipe you can share of a salad? I don't need exact amounts, but what do you put in it? And then if you have like a special dressing that you recommend. Yes. I, uh, my older son loves, and he, my older son is a little bit of a picky eater, so uh Finding a salad that he likes was a little tricky, but he loves the salad that I make that has lettuce, any kind of lettuce, cucumber, celery, crushed mint, and the dressing is so mm. simple. It's basically a little bit of olive oil, lemon juice, or lemon, salt, and pepper. Oh, that sounds great. Yep. That is he loves nice. It. And really he basic. eats a big bowl every night for dinner. Oh, that's awesome. That sounds like a great salad. And the next one on the list is broccoli. Okay, so cruciferous vegetables are very important. Brussels sprouts, uh, red cabbage, radishes. What is rapini? It's one of those cruciferous vegetables. Oh, I've never had. Is that the one that's kind of long and thin? It looks like tiny little broccolis. Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay. Oh, I haven't had that. What does that taste like? Well, it, 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 for me, it tastes very similar to broccoli. Oh, Okay. All right. Yeah, there was something I had once and I thought it was kind of bitter. Again, obviously, I'm sensitive to bitter as I'm putting garlic <laughs> on everything. Um, but I do love a big salad myself, which is nice. And I love the, the dressing that you made. I like to do that a lot as well. So how do you like to prepare? By the way, I add garlic veggies? to everything, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We got to get together then. We are, are we will both smell yep. and then we won't notice. <laughs> 
So, so how do you like to do your cruciferous veggies? I again, I include them in salads usually. I, I don't okay. um, vegetables in general, if possible. I don't want to cook them because when they're fresh, okay. you have more fiber in them. So, oh, nice. but sometimes we have to cook them. There's no way around it. But in general, I add broccoli into salads. I add cabbages into salads. So I eat them fresh. More with Lisa Davis coming up. A healthy lifestyle will always require some level of commitment. You have to make time for exercise, to de-stress, and of course, to eat right. That's why I love getting meal kit delivery from Sunbasket. With Sunbasket, it's easier to lead a healthy lifestyle because I know I've got healthy, delicious meals covered. Plus, when that box shows up at the front door, it puts a smile on my face. Sunbasket features organic and clean ingredients in each delicious, easy-to-prepare meal is ready in about 30 minutes, making healthy cooking easy and convenient for any busy lifestyle and or any dietary needs or preferences, including paleo, gluten-free, lean and clean, vegan, Mediterranean, and there's family options too. Just go to sunbasket.com slash talk healthy to learn more and get $35 off your first order. That's sunbasket.com slash talk healthy for $35 off. sunbasket.com slash talk healthy. Now, back to Lisa Davis. You know, I really need to do that. I'm not a big fan of cruciferous vegetables. If they're cooked, I tend to like them roasted or even if I just light, if I lightly steam them just to make them a little less raw. (laughs) But I would like to get used to it. eating broccoli raw, because that's something that I definitely don't do. And I of. totally understand where you're coming from. But again, if you get used to the habit, and, and, and we've done, we've seen studies where it told us that our ha- eating habits as kids will grow with us into adulthood. That's why I'm working on my oh. kids' eating habits uh, so hard. But if we get used to the habit of eating the raw, the raw broccoli, it's better than steaming it because when we steam it, sure. we kind of kill some of the fiber in it. Mm, okay. No, this is really good. Sometimes you just need a refresher. It's like, I know these things. Yep. But it's like, okay, I need to like get back on like the yoga wagon. I fell off for a while, but then I did some shows on yoga and then I got back on and now you're t- we're talking about broccoli. So I'm going to go to the store today and I'm going to buy some broccoli. I might even try to find that yep. rapini. That looks good too. And add, right, the next add it to one, your which... salad and it will be, it will taste very good. Oh, Oh, good. I will do that. Well, the next one I do every single day. Uh, I have an apple. I love apples. Let's talk about apples. Why are they so good for us? Apples are amazing. Again, they're full of flavonoids that are anti-inflammatory and antioxidants. Um, And uh, the thing that I try to remind as many people about apples is please don't peel it. Eat it with the peel because the, the peel of the apple is loaded with antioxidants. I have apples sitting on the table in front of my kids every single day. And actually, they eat it. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's a nice thing. You know what's nice, too, is if you take a nut butter, like almond butter or something, that's a nice snack, too, to Absolutely. dip it in. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's really nice. My daughter's and been super is a major cashew component butter lately. of Mediterranean diet, which is the diet I yeah. kind of suggest in my book, Teaming Up Against Cancer. Because it's a diet that is loaded with fruits and vegetables and has nuts and seeds in it. So it has many, many uh, anti-inflammatory and anti-oxidant uh, properties in it. Uh, 
So nuts is the major component of the Mediterranean diet. Oh, that is good. Yeah, I like the Mediterranean diet as well. All right. Now, the next one is grapes and grape juice. Now, tell us, because I said earlier about not having juice. So what would you recommend? Because I know that grapes do have a lot of sugar, but they also have some great polyphenols. So where do you stand on this? Well, the grape juice, when I mentioned grape juice, I didn't mean the manufactured with lots of added sugar in it. I meant meaning trying to make your own juice and not adding more sugar to it and not adding refined sugar to it. So if you make your own juice, you're basically uh, squeezing the grape into juice, uh, you're, you're getting the nutritional value that comes with the grapes. Uh, it's the manufactured do- juice that has so much added calories unneeded um, that I don't like that. Uh, mm-hmm. But grape itself is a, grapes are a wonderful source of resveratrol. Resveratrol has been shown in labs that it can actually hold or stop cancer cells from growing. Um, so it, and it, again, it's uh, full of antioxidants and anti-inflammatory and it's, uh, it's a good taste. Yeah. Oh, that is good. Yeah, that is true. It is a really good taste. Well, let's talk a little bit about the Mediterranean diet. What are some dishes that you would, you would call your go-to dishes at your house? Oh, we have, uh, again, the Mediterranean diet is so plant-based. Um, mm-hmm. so they use lots of fruits and vegetables. Uh, and they use fish because, again, they live by the Mediterranean Sea, so they are, they're reliant on fish. Um, and they u- use lots of nuts and seeds. So uh, a whole sort of, uh, uh, of salads are used in, in Mediterranean diet. Uh, and all these salads are, obviously, they use fresh fruits and vegetables. I love tabbouleh. I don't know if you've heard of tabbouleh. I, lo- yes. I love the Greek salad. Uh, and I try to make the dressing myself. Like I said, I minimize the dressing to very simple ingredients. I don't add sugar. I don't add mayo. I don't add creams. Um, and I, in my opinion, it even tastes so much better when all that added stuff is taken out. Oh, I completely agree. It really does. You know, in the last uh, five to 10 minutes, I'd love to talk about your book, Teaming Up Against Cancer, Simple, Powerful Ways to Beat the Odds and Take Your Life Back. You know, I mentioned at the beginning, uh, Dr. Shelley, that a a lot of people, I think, kind of go ahead living their life, eating the standard American diet, not being active, not dealing with their stress, and then they get cancer, and then they're juicing, and they're doing all the things we're talking about. So we need to get people to do that in the first place. But at the same time, if you haven't, don't feel like, oh, well, you know, I'm just going to keep eating crap, right? You really, you can make oh, these changes. Absolutely. So let's talk about absolutely. this. Go ahead. I, I always tell patients, the process of carcinogenesis takes years and years, if not decades, meaning you could mm-hmm. be having small cancer cells floating around in your body. But if you stop the process, by doing the right stuff, eating healthy, staying active, staying away from tobacco. If you do the right stuff, you you will help your immune system get rid of those small tumor cells and prevent them from becoming bigger and growing into a larger tumor or a cancer. So we have a large window of opportunity usually to prevent that. And we prevent it by doing the stuff that I mentioned in the book, meaning you, you stay away from tobacco, you eat healthy, you stay active, you stay away from uh, tanning salons, you do all those wonderful th- things, and you might be able to prevent cancer. I mean, up we've seen study after study that suggested up to 75 and 80 percent of cancers can be prevented by simply changing lifestyle or following a healthy lifestyle. That's a big number. 
And then those who are unfortunately diagnosed with cancer, making the changes at that time is still very, very useful. It helps them through the recovery. It helps them handle the treatment much better. And it helps them enjoy a good quality of life following treatment. Yes, I agree. You know, I love in the book when you write, the cancer monster can be tamed even when the struggle feels insurmountable. You know, and I know that cancer will make you sad and it may make you afraid, but you are much more than these two emotions. You will feel anger and you can use that feeling to fuel the fight ahead of you. You will feel determined and disappointed and anxious, but you will also feel pride in finding the answers and doing your best. And you can feel joy too. Joy in a successful treatment, joy in being there for someone who's going through it through the fight of his or her life, joy in taking back your life. That I just, wow, you're a wonderful writer. And that I thought that was wonderful because we need to embrace all the emotions that we're feeling. Oh, and I see it all the time. I, I, mm-hmm. I personally, myself, I handle giving out diagnosis of cancer very poorly because it takes me back to my father and his struggle. Mm-hmm. So I don't sure. do well giving out that diagnosis to a family. But the way I've seen the most of the families ha- handle it is amazing. I mean, I I yeah. feel humbled by their reaction to me giving them a horrible diagnosis. They look at it in a positive way. The whole family is in this together. They start all making changes in their lifestyle and in their lives overall to help that one member. And it's just such a rewarding feeling when you see that and notice that. It really, I'm sure it really is. You know, you talk about, too, you write, uh, growing up in a culture where women were treated as second-class citizens was challenging, frustrating, and suffocating. And you said that your parents were amazingly supportive. And you said the world around you made you feel inferior and able to reveal my authentic self. So what changed? Because look at you. Look at all the amazing things you've done. I I left. I came here. I have, Ah. the world around me did make me feel inferior and different. Mm. Uh, because I was different. I always believed that I can be just as good as any boy next to me or any man next to me in anything I put my mind into it. But the society around me did not agree with me. So I had to take a lot of heat for that, obviously. The wonderful thing in my case is that I had wonderful parents and wonderful family. They did support me. They did believe in me. They did believe that I can be as smart and as intelligent and as strong as any man or boy next to me. And mm-hmm. they were there, right there for me and behind me all the time. So even though the society around me was really tough for me as a girl and as a young lady to grow up, but I had my immediate family was extremely supportive of me. Oh, that's so good. I'm so glad because you've done incredible work. I, mean, I really love your book, uh, Teaming Up With Cancer. Simple, simple, powerful ways to beat the odds and take back your life. I'd love to have you back sometime. There's still so much more to talk about. In the meantime, how do we find Absolutely. you uh, online? Oh, you, we're, me and you are on Twitter together. Oh, I know. <laughs> but everybody else wants to find you too. <laughs> it's Raison Shali, uh, and I'm on Facebook, Raison Shali. Okay. Can you spell that for us so everyone can find you? It's R E Y Z A N. S-H-A-L-I. Great. 
Well, Dr. Shelley, I want to thank you again for coming on Talk Healthy today. People can learn more if you go to It's Your Health with LisaDavis.com. That has Talk Healthy Today, Talk Fitness Today, and more. You can also check out um, a one-minute video of the wonderful TV show Reversed. I'm going to be a expert on the show, a health educator on season two with Charles Maddox and many other great people. I'm very excited. So be sure to check that out. I want to thank everyone for listening and stay well. <music>